look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. Welcome to another edition of More Than Money on uh, 770 CHQR. Um, normally here with Dave and Faisal, but you just got Dave today, Faisal, away. Uh, go Stamps Go. We've got a, uh, we've got a half a show uh, due to the football game, so we're going to try to cram a lot of interesting information into a relatively short period of time. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, how, how retirees would counsel those younger than them moving into retirement. I always find it interesting when talking to clients that are 80, uh, how they would counsel and what they counsel their 60-year-old children on. And if you're 60, what you're counseling your 40-year-old children on and so on and so forth. So stick around for that. Some interesting research uh, about what retirees are are saying and saving, saying how to save for retirement. But first, we're going to talk about CPP reforms and what they mean for you. Okay, we've got a terrific guest today, Alex Lauren, uh, joining us. He's Director of Research and Pension Expert at C.D. Howe Institute to talk about these uh, CPP reforms. Alex, welcome to the show. Hello, good afternoon. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, the pension, the CPP. A couple of years ago, the federal government announced an, an expansion to the Canada Pension Plan, um, making some significant changes. Uh, why don't we start, I'd, I'd like if you can, just to give us a bit of a summary of, of what those uh, proposed reforms to the CPP are. Yeah, well, the reforms, there's two components. The first one is where they, we are going to increase, and, and the increase is, is gradual. Uh, it, it's going to, uh, the effect is going to be felt uh, within the next 40 years. But let's go with the two changes. First, uh, an increase in, in the, the replacement rate offered by CPP. And, that may, and what I mean by that is currently uh, the CPP offers a 25% replacement rate up to a maximum, uh, a maximum of 25% of about $55,000. And this will be increased to 33% of a greater amount. Instead of 55, it will be about in current dollars 63,000. So we're increasing um, the maximum, and we're increasing uh, the replacement rate of that maximum by 8%. So basically, what this does is um, uh, this, the expanded CPP will be more generous. For uh, for future retire, retirees, and that's the key for future retirees. Why are they doing this? Oh, the the reason that was given uh, the was uh, was that that the young uh, uh, young Canadians uh, were not saving enough uh, for their retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a blunt way to say it. Uh, there, there was a, a couple studies uh, in particular that were published that were uh, pretty showing or taking the, the assumption uh, that uh, young Canadians uh, will, will, will be uh, unprepared for their retirement, and that despite the fact that the current retirees are pretty well prepared in comparison. Uh, so we're looking at 25 to 35 years old, and we're, and, and, and we're thinking that you know, they're not going to adopt the same uh, kind of careful uh, retirement planning 
than uh, than future than the older generations uh, took, and so we're we're saying we need we, they need more protection. And also, the other reason is is is, is the the fact that the defined benefit pension plans are on the decline. Uh, they're on the decline right. be- because they're, they're more expensive now that interest rates are lower. They're more expensive for employers to offer. So they're on the decline. So there's less pensions. And because of that, we're also thinking that's a good reason for um, for the younger uh, generations to not save enough for retirement. And But I just want to add here that we, we've published at the CDO Institute on both sides of this. And there are some very good studies on the other sides that that shows that no, that's not true. Like there's no good reason to expect that uh, the, the younger generations will not adapt and be as well prepared as the current generation for retirement in 40 years, uh, because you know, like we people adapt to the a changing environment, and 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 what 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 these studies shown is that in any event, current a lot of current retirees are actually over prepared, uh, especially those that have DP plans. Yeah, if you've got a defined benefit, that I mean, that that tends to be the crux of the conversation. Often is with the, you know, the defined benefit pension plan sort of going away. Uh, that more and more of the the gap between, your, you know, let's just call it your CPP and OAS, any gap between that and your lifestyle cost has to be filled out of your own savings. And, and there's the debate, right? Is who's responsible for filling that saving? Is that uh, the government through the CPP, or is that on an individual basis, or a combination of both? Right? And I mean, that's a very active debate. So let's just talk a little bit about the, the proposals. Now, you said they're going to come in over a very long period of time. Maybe just give us a sense of, of who's going to be uh, affected and who's going to be the main beneficiary of this. So the main beneficiaries, uh, there's no doubt, it, it, it's uh, the, the, the generation that's just starting on the labor market right now. Like they're right. 25 to 30 years old, they're starting their career, and they're the ones that when, when the, the plan is fully mature, they're going to they're going to get the full benefit. Uh, if you only, suppose you retire in ten years, then you're only getting ten divided by forty, twenty five percent of um, uh, of of the increase, twenty five percent of the benefit. Right. So that that's I mean that it's 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 a good increase, but it's not such a sizable increase. So it's not going to make a huge difference. Maybe in twenty twenty five years, when you get half of the increase, and you're going to start to feel it. Um, so yeah, so it's gradual that way, and it's gradual because it's a fully funded expansion, meaning that uh, the benefits uh, paid from the expanded CPP need to come from contributions and investment returns, mm-hmm. and so uh, they, they'll need to build up uh, before uh, we can pay the full benefit. Okay, now this isn't uh, a panacea, I don't think. I mean, even with the recent CPP enhancements, I suspect that there are sort of challenges ahead. Um, what do you see the challenges? Well, the, we're confronted with a, uh, a challenge right now uh, because a lot of retirees, uh, that recent retirees or, or, or those who will retire uh, within the next uh, three to five years, yep. uh, they, they've been first. They, they've kind of been sold by, by by government as if you know the expanded CPP is going to help them. Well, they're going to have a surprise because it's not going to help. So if they counted on this, then too bad. Uh, and, and so that's going to create pressures on government to do something else, maybe. So that, that's one. Pro- 
Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, that, I mean, that, that is something we have had uh, plenty of conversation on the show about, right? Is, uh, is there going to be something else to fill that gap? It, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the, uh, there's, a, as I said, the very active debate about what role the government should play in ensuring that takes place. Uh, these people that are just starting their working career, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, we, when, when I started, when I was 25, I'm not sure I was saving a ton either. Um, but as, of course, you get more mature in your career and more mature in your life, you start to saving things change. I don't know if it's a different generation now than it uh, you know, is. I'm 50, so at, at, my, uh, at my age or my parents' age. Uh, but there's certainly uh, some structural changes that are taking place around uh, defined benefit pension plans, and that's creating certainly food for thought around what we need to do. But I would say um, uh, we'll probably have to leave it there. We might be able to explore this in a later show. Alex, we're running out of time. So first of all, let me say uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, I'll have to let you go at this point. We've been joined by Alex Lauren. He's a director of research and pension expert at C.D. Howe Institute. Uh, but just to finish that thought, <clears throat> um, there is no question that uh, with the defined benefit pension plans going away, uh, even with enhancements to the public pension plans, there's generally speaking a gap between what our lifestyle costs are and what those um, uh, pensions, those public pensions provide. And that gap, that, that what we call an income gap, is really the crux of what the savings, your, your lifetime of savings has to backfill and support from an income generation perspective over your retirement to maintain that. And that 100% is the focus of our seminar that's coming up. And so I hope that you'll take the time to join us. Uh, we're, we're going to be having our next seminar on Tuesday, July 24th. It's going to be at 7 o'clock. It's at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Um, you have to reserve a seat for that. Give us a call to do that at 966-8400. You can also register online at pkag.ca. Um, you're on 770 CHQR and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.